everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hate Read. I'm Anna. And I'm Em. Usually on Hate Read, one of us challenges the other to read a book that we think they'll hate. But sometimes we like to do rewind episodes where we revisit books that we've read in the past that we did hate and we talk about it and see if we still hate them. This fortnight, Anna chose to read The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien as her I think The Hobbit chose me <laughs> as her middle school rewind yeah. episode. So first things first, Anna, why do you hate this book? The world wow. wants to know. <laughs> the world wants to know why I hate the hobbits. Um, well, to be honest, when I first picked this up, um, I didn't care for it for a superficial reason, which is I don't like books that have songs in them. And this one has like a shit ton of songs <laughs> to read in them because it just like stresses me out trying to think of like, how do they sound? And like, what rhythm should I be thinking of this in? I don't know. It was too much for middle grade me to, to want to deal with. So I never finished the book. Um, and then I did try to pick it up a few more times after I was of an age where I could accept that there were sometimes songs in books, especially for younger readers. Um, But then by then it was just too boring and I put it down every time I started it as well. I just am not a huge fan of of his writing style. Um, So you hadn't finished it before, but you did finish it this time, correct? I did finish it this time. And yes, it was... Oh my god. It was it was a journey in multiple ways. Um I think my biggest issue with this book is that everything happens because someone makes a very stupid decision or doesn't follow very good advice. And that was very frustrating to me. Yeah, I had read this as a kid. I mm-hmm. want to say for like 6th or 7th grade we had to do a book report and we had like five books we could choose from and one of them was The Hobbit and because I was a little fantasy nerd I was like oh I'll do that and Mm -hmm. I didn't hate it I remember for my project I made a puppet of Smaug out of like paper cups and shit which I don't know I don't know what that has to do with like understanding the book but that was a option that was available to us you took away that there was a character was named a dragon Smog in the book and he was a dragon um but yeah uh that was pretty much all i remembered of my reading experience with this book mm-hmm. i've seen the the animated movie again in mm. school that was terrible and i have seen one of the three Hobbit movies. I've sadly seen all three of them, and I hated all three of them. <laughs> See, I was so bad a, I watched every single thing. one. After I read this book, I was kind of like, like before I read this book, and when they were making the movies, I was like, why are they making three of them? This is so unnecessary. But after mm-hmm. I read this book, I was kind of like, you know what? I actually get it, because I at least two. Like, I definitely feel this mm-hmm. should have been two books because there is a complete story that is finished when the fucking dragon dies and then there's a whole (laughs) other story that happens at the end and I'm just like why just make two books which I mean like you know this was he wrote this before Lord of the Rings so maybe he wasn't into sequels at that point I don't know but um yeah I was just I definitely 
feel like I might go watch the movies now because I no. did not mind this book at all. I <laughs> no, Sorry. just go watch like the version that's been edited to take out all of the stuff that was not in the books or something. I don't know. I know there's a version on YouTube that combines all the movies. But part of the stuff that's not in the books is whichever dwarf is played by Aiden Turner uh, mm. getting more screen time. So... I was Billy or Killy yeah, whichever or one has whatever. the romance, which like I don't yeah. care about the romance part, but he's hot, so I would like more screen time with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I agree that this could also be split into two books mm-hmm. because so we get to the eighty percent mark, and I don't know, are there other people out here who don't know what The Hobbit is about? Should I mean, we... should we recap it quickly or I like mean, try to go beat by yeah, beat? Gandalf basically forces Bilbo to do something against his will and he goes with all these dwarves to the lonely mountain to restore Thorin to the throne of the king of the mountain and defeat Smog and get their treasure back which they do but then after they defeat Smog well they don't like, defeat oh. Smog oh yeah A after after other set of characters we have <laughs> not totally, been introduced to <laughs> totally anticlimactic Show defeat of smog which was like and and one of the things that really annoyed me about tolkien's writing style is he's like so if you want to know what happened to smog i will tell you and but it's going to be in like a two-page summary and you know it was the whole thing the whole book was building up to but he's dead and then there's 20 percent more of the book left where he's like and then everyone else started fighting because goblins and, the and gold. gold. They and gold. wanted gold. Yeah. And then the eagles saved them because. Yeah, because why not? Like, uh, sure. Sure. Um, it's This book is like one <laughs> deus ex machina after another. And it really fucking pissed me off. <laughs> but that's the thing. I was like, I don't. Again, I was like, I don't mind it because. I don't know. Well, and here's the other thing. I told you this morning when I woke up and told you I hadn't read this book yet. And mm-hmm. I was going to have to do it before we did this podcast, that I was going to cheat. Um, so mm-hmm. I actually didn't read this. I listened oh my to God. the 1970s audiobook. Oh, okay. Well, that's not cheating. Well, that is still you thing. invested First time. First of all, because in- I did, I had other shit to do. So I was like trying okay. to do it while listening to this book. And um, No wonder you had such an exact time that you'd yes. be available. <laughs> I, should be, I should be done about three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because <laughs> it's set on YouTube, um, but <laughs> but the uh, first off, I highly recommend if anyone wants to read The Hobbit or reread The Hobbit, just go listen to the 1970s audiobook. It's available on YouTube. Um, do they do the songs? Well, first off, the songs are a delight because the guy who is doing the narration clearly doesn't know how to sing. So he just yes. doesn't bother. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was just, just really bad. He just chants all the songs, <laughs> which is a choice that was made. There's also oh like some really interesting choices in terms of accents. Like mm. pretty much everybody just has like a English, Welsh, Irish, Scottish, you know, accent. Mm-hmm. Of except... The goblins and um, Golem kind of sound vaguely like they might be some sort of ethnicity that he's going for, nice. which is really uncomfortable. Nice. Like, I'm not entirely sure. It could just be, like, 
a Welsh accent with more S's in it or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like he's going for something. And it it made me a little uncomfortable. But aside from yeah. that, it is actually, I think, a pretty good adaptation of it. And he also mm-hmm. abridges stuff slightly. So he cuts, oh. yeah, he cuts a lot of the, like, description of shit that, like, we don't need. And yeah, yeah, yeah. when it gets to the 18 endings, because like anyone who is and then they familiar, went home, but yes. then they stopped here, and, and then they stopped here, and then they went home some more. There's like <laughs> oh. an entire chapter that's just, and then he went home, but like with actually, there's like two chapters that are mm. the endings. Um, but he basically cuts the entire last chapter. Excellent. He's just like, and then they went back to. They returned back to Bilbo's door. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a good place for this to stop because we opened with, like, oh, in a hole in the ground lived a hobbit. Like, great. Yeah. We're ending. Circle, you know, ring structure. Great. Good. You did it. Ring structure. Ring. Well, okay. That was not intentional. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it it was a pretty enjoyable way to... I would have liked consume, I guess, this book. But I also feel like I'm going to be generally, I was generally less annoyed by stuff because I was kind of not really focusing on it. But I had fun. (laughs) Like, it was good. Oh, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Meanwhile, I trudged along in this book reading every single word and hating it. I didn't know there was, I didn't know there was sweet release in the form of an audiobook. (laughs) There's multiple audiobooks. There's so many different ways you guys can enjoy the story of The Hobbit. You can uh, listen to the audiobook from the 70s. Uh, uh, you can listen to one of the 1800 other versions of the audiobook. <laughs> you can listen to like, there's like three radio dramas. There's like two animated versions. There's. It's like everyone in the world likes this book except me. Yeah. I don't know what's, what's the deal. I, here's the thing. I'm like, I liked it, but well, and this is the thing with, I say this is the thing so much on this fucking podcast, but this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing with any book that is well-regarded and, more than like three decades old mm-hmm. is that it gets it influences so much other stuff that it that's true all feels kind of stale but it's mm-hmm. not necessarily that it's like it wasn't stale at the time and if you go into it knowing when it was written whatever you can be like oh well obviously this influenced this other stuff right but right. you know you still have read 1,800 other books that were influenced by The Hobbit. Like, you're going to you're gonna be a little bored. <laughs> it's with old con- news. Right, right. <laughs> Through no fault of The Hobbit. I feel like I have yeah. to apologize for Anna hating The Hobbit. Because- <laughs> no, it's a terrible book. I will stand by this. This will be the hill that I die on. I don't care. I don't care. Tolkien, okay. I'll give him this. Tolkien is really great at creating a world that you really believe in. It's very, like... It's alive, you know, like, it, it, and he put a lot of thought in detail. Like, obviously, he's come up with an entire mm-hmm. language, languages for this book. I don't know. Like, that part is all fantastic. But he's really bad at writing. <laughs> I- <laughs> Strong words. Strong words. Like, there are a lot of things about his writing style that very much annoyed me. The first being this, the trope where, like, the author talks to the reader. See, and I love that. I hate that. I, I hate that, that so much. Because this guy, I the narrator. I more of that. 
No, the narrator that talked to us, I was like, he was so lazy in some parts. Let me, let me find like a few quotes. And I think they were supposed to be charming. But to me, I was just like, this is really lazy characterization. Um, and kind of, again, goes along with like, th- this is just, this book is one deus ex machina after night. Um, let me find the quote. Sorry. It's, I'm scrolling through them now. Okay. So there, like, there's this quote. It's not the one exactly I was looking for, but it is an example of it where they're talking about the, um, the food supplies mm-hmm. and he brings up cram for the first time. And this is like 80% of the way through the book. And he just brings up this idea of cram. And he says, if you want to know what cram is, I can only say that I don't know the recipe, but it is biscuit-ish. <laughs> but, like, then just to call it a biscuit. Like, See, why did you have to come up with this special term 80% of the way through the book? And just be like, it's like a biscuit. Oh, okay. And there's, like, another quote earlier on in the book where, I don't know, Bilbo does something amazing to save the day. And... He says something along the lines of, like, there's also a lot of other things that Bilbo was really good at, but I don't have time to tell you. <laughs> just like, I think, okay, I think, characterize him differently then. I think I like it because it kind of reminds me of me when I'm telling a story. <laughs> Where I'm just like, I know I've gone on too long and I need to shut up. And, like, okay, like, there's other stuff I could tell you, but it's not relevant right now. Like, so, like, I get it. <laughs> But, like, this book is less than 300 pages. It's 231 pages on the Kindle. Do you want it to be longer, though? No, I don't want it to be long. Like, it's so weird. I want it to be better, more description in some areas, and way, 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 way less in others. So It was just very, like, tedious to read. And I just, I felt like there was no sense of danger or suspense at all in the whole book because again there would be these asides where he was like oh but don't worry because as you know they get out of this just a-okay but and now i'll explain to you how they did it (laughs) right but again i think like i i think that's like um kind of the i mean this is it's so derivative of like oral tradition stuff like mm. uh, Norse mythology and poetic Eda and the prose Eda and Beowulf and all this other shit that's, you know, very, very originally was spoken and whatever. So, I mean, like, I feel like I like that because it's like he's in the room telling a story. And mm. I don't know. I think it works for what he's going for. I do, I do agree that it could get a little bit um, grating, I guess. But I liked it, so whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I really didn't like, though, about this book, that mm-hmm. um, became pretty obvious about halfway through, I realized that there had been zero female characters. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. Um, And then I was like, well, maybe I'm just missing them. Like, because I knew there weren't female characters in the sense of, like, main characters in this book. Right. But I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, try to pay attention to see if anybody gets mentioned, like a side character, like a wife-mother situation. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure from from the halfway point on, the only female character who is mentioned at all, Mm -hmm. like, at all is the wife of the crow 
<laughs> and that's Wait. it. And then, so like that, so there's like a crow, right? That like, uh-huh. um, the, after the dwarves return to their mountain and they've killed Smaug and the other armies are forming at this point. Um, there's like this aside about how there used to be an old crow that lived there and he had a wife. And then another crow shows up and is like, bark, bark, I'm a hundred years old and I'm the son of that other crow. So like, <laughs> I don't think crows say bok, crows bok. go bok, bok. <laughs> you know what? In The Hobbit, they do. So. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but they in The Hobbit, actually, they talk in like people voices, yeah. you know, with their fully but developed But they say bok, bok first. And they say bok, bok. Um, but anyway, so that's the only female character that I heard. There was one more because I went back and I opened the, the well, I had the, the like online, the Hobbit up just to like kind of, when I had a chance, compare it to the audio version just uh-huh. to see like what he was cutting and whatever, um, which wasn't much, but was like descriptions and stuff. Anyway, so I went to that and I just like searched for she and mm-hmm. I searched for he with spaces before and after. So just the word she, just the word he. For he, mm-hmm. there is 1,780 instances in this book of he. For she, there is one. Oh, my God. And that is Belladonna Took, who is yeah, just... <laughs> Bilbo's dad. Or Bilbo's mom. Bil- <laughs> and a surprising twist was Bilbo's dad. It was a, an error. <laughs> there wasn't supposed to be an S there. <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's like in the office in the Agent Michael Scarn <laughs> script with the one instance of Dwigget. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He went through and was just like, there needs to be zero women. <laughs> No, but there's there is one woman referenced. There are two women referenced yep. in this entire book, as far as I can find slash remember. A crow, who is the mother of a crow who appears in the book, and Bilbo's mom, who again doesn't appear in the book, just as mentioned. Yes, and is also married to the best name oh, ever, yeah. Bungo Baggins. Bungo Baggins. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Oh, man. Yeah, so that bothered me because, like, I feel like like that has to be intentional at that point because, yeah, I mean, even if you're of that era and you're like, oh, women don't go on journeys, like, (laughs) there would still be women around. Like, there would be women. Like the elves. Right, like, there's got to be a lady elf. And, I mean, like, I guess one of the dwarfs could – be a woman and Bilbo just didn't notice because there's that whole bit in Lord of the Rings where Gimli's like, oh, lady dwarves are just the same as regular dwarves, mm-hmm. but, you know, people don't realize that because they have beards too or whatever. So, I don't know, maybe half of these dwarves are actually women and since it's mainly like Bilbo's perspective, he just didn't catch on to that, but... Because he's dumb. Seems unlikely. Seems like yeah. Tolkien just sucks and didn't put any women in his book. You know, and maybe if he had, like... They wouldn't have done so many stupid things to get themselves in trouble. I mean, I don't pro- know if we can progress the plot of the story. If we can fairly say that, because <laughs> I suspect lady hobbits are just as stupid as men I mean, hobbits. Oh no, hobbits! Because Bilbo's oh, also oh, okay. stupid. Like, yes, Bilbo's very stupid. Yeah. So if Bilbo was a chick, I don't think this would really go any different. But I mean, but if anything, that's an argument for making Bilbo a chick because it literally would have no 
effect on the plot if any of these characters were male or female. So it's literally just default mm. male everything. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> the inability to even think of a woman in a situation right. outside of child care, I guess. I well, they're not even caring for the children. Like, there's, there, I don't think there's any children in this. I don't think there's any children either. either. Really. That's, why, that's why all the women are with the children right. wherever right. that may be. There's a lot of food talk, though. You would think there would at least be some oh women God. cooking something. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of surprising when, when they're in the um, the elven kingdom in the scary forest. Mm-hmm. Markwood? Or whatever. Mark forest? Yeah. Herps. Yeah, and the cook was, like, male and not female. Yeah. So I guess that was slightly progressive. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Is it? Or is he literally just trying to erase all women? Like, I don't think, I don't think this is a great, and I mean, you know, I think everyone who listens to this podcast, even semi-regularly realizes that I'm a crazy feminist, but like, mm. I don't think this is a particularly crazy feminist stance to take to say that of oh, the no. 800 <laughs> characters in this book, the fact that only two of them are women is kind of shitty. Like, and that they are only briefly mentioned. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I guess that's why they had to throw in all those female characters. The the one female character. Yeah, in, in all of those movie. female characters. All those one the female one. character that everyone was pissed off about. Um, well, you, well, isn't it like Gladriel? Isn't she in the Hobbit movies too I briefly? I think so, probably, yes. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. I only watch them each once, just like with the original Lord of the Rings trilogy movie. I've seen like, the really Lord of the Rings trilogy many, many times because I actually really, really love that movie series. Ugh. But it's I've fun. heard it a thousand times in the background because Michael watches them all the time. It's because well, they're all the time, good. He, <laughs> I stupidly bought him the uncut version with like the seven thousand hours of extras. Yeah. <laughs> So that's always fun. I'm so sorry, but you <laughs> it's brought, my fault. You brought this. It was on my yourself. own undoing. <laughs> Which, whatever, it's fine. They're just very long movies, and maybe that says something more about me not having the attention span to watch four-hour-long movies. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the person I am because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to watch Lord of the Rings a lot with my um, cousins who were like the very religious cousins uh-huh, because uh-huh. it was like an interesting it was an okay well because it's you know kind of a christian allegory uh um, okay so like that was okay but they were not permitted to watch harry potter uh hmm. so like that was like one of the go-to movies for when they came over uh i would not i would i would just I'd break them. <laughs> like, I can't do it anymore. I'd rather read the chick tracks than. Oh my god! Watch these movies. Oh my one god! More time. <laughs> I just want to mention to the listeners that um, when Anna says I would have read the chick tracks, she's not like just speaking facetiously. These cousins also brought ch- chick tracks with them when they came over for sleepovers. They were, they, no, they, they brought were really cool um, chick there. tracks, which for those of you you who don't know, chick tracks are like. These little comic books that are like everyone's going to hell except for mm. me, sort of books. They're terrible. This is why everything you love is, this is the why part of the devil. Everything's trash. Um, and one of yeah. these chick tracks were was like, this is why Catholics are going to hell. And they brought <laughs> them over. 
Um, like they had like 10 or 20 and we were like reading them because I don't know. And politeness, I guess, I guess. guess. (laughs) And we were like reading this and I was like, uh, you guys know we're Catholic, right? (laughs) And they did not know that. And it was very awkward. Well, yes. (laughs) It was a fun sleepover. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. (laughs) But, you know, it's all good now. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I've talked to either of them in like a year. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, man. Um, let's see. What else bothered us about this book? Or what else did we like? Um, um, oh, you know what else bothered me? Oh, oh go ahead. Oh, no, okay. this is I was going to say we could talk about, like... You, you can talk n- about the things you hate. Well, I was just thinking now that we've talked about the plot of the book and everything else about the book, to go back to... To circle back around to why it should have been split into two mm-hmm. books, which was our very first book. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, okay, so the 80% mark is when Smaug dies in a very, like, off-screen way. Yeah. So, um, like, if And you, everyone rejoices. If you haven't read the book or seen the movies, which I don't remember how much... I think in the movies, it's the same setup, but, like, the characters that kill Smaug have been in the movies more at that point, essentially. Yes. Like, they're more of Yes, characters. I think in the... I can't remember if it's... I think the second movie he's introduced, and then the, he dies at the very beginning of the third movie am i spoiling anything for you Wait, who haven't seen the movies the dragon yeah Smog i thought he dies at the, at the end of the, of the second one movie. no he definitely dies oh. in the beginning i totally thought he died at the I end think. of the second one i think so i thought because i thought desolation of smog was the second one and it was like a dual meaning because it was like he's desolating everything and then he gets desolated <laughs> let's see let's see which hobbit movie does smog die when in? does smog die um yeah so in the hobbit the battle of the five armies smaug attacks smaug attacks lake town so how the fuck does the second one die or second one end then the second one ends with him flying out of the mountain i think have i seen the third one i swear i've only seen the second one but i remember the the smaug because i was trying to well, and I was trying to remember under what pretense I was tricked into going to see the third movie because there's no way I would have gone after having, well, I don't know how I got to see the second movie. I went to go see the first movie and I hated it. And then somehow I was tricked into going to see the next two in theaters and I don't know how or why. <laughs> um, um, okay. So, all right. So Smog Dragon, he has some conflict with the dwarves in the mountain and then he like. No, he doesn't even interact with the well, dwarves. He, inter- he only interacts, he interacts with, Bilbo. with Bilbo. Right, 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 right. But they're in the mountain at that point. Yes, yes they're in the mountain, and 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 they. So Smaug is like uh, Bilbo goes to talk to him, and he's like, "I'm gonna tell you about myself, but only in riddles because right. this is how you talk to dragons." Yes, um, as one and does. Smaug, Smaug says, "I bet you're with those guys that at the lake town. I'm gonna go eat them." Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. And he flies out of the mountain. And then Bilbo's like, oh, guys, I got to go tell the, I got to go to the dwarves. And they spend like the next three days just hiding from Smaug inside the mountain. But it comes and, to like, that like Smaug died. And like stealing treasure and shit. They're like getting the. Yeah. 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 And putting on armor. And, and like having a like fashion that. show. And yeah. It's like <laughs> a really like fun chilling. sleepover. And then Keely <laughs> brings out the chick tracks and it makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Thorin's like, uh, Keely, I know you're my nephew, but like, this is a little awkward. Didn't you know that I'm like Catholic or whatever yeah. the dwarf equivalent Did is? <laughs> the Arkans don't make you go to hell. 
Uh, didn't you know the Arkansas is like my people's thing? Um, so they spend all this time hiding from Smog, only to only for the narrator to tell us that Smog like died almost immediately after talking to Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the story of how that happens, which is he was attacking the lake town, and they were all freaking out. And then this character shows up, mm-hmm. who is a cool fucking character, but has not been introduced until this point. Yep, and is essentially. Let's just say the Aragorn of this book. Um, they look similar. Yeah, he's in the movies. <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah, and um, they're. I mean, like he's like of a noble line, but now they don't really have the noble mm. part, and he's going to be like all. He'll be a he'll, king one day, and also he like leads the people without expecting shit back and whatever that whole yeah that whole vibe that whole trope that vibe yeah um yeah and he has. Uh, stringy brown hair <laughs> and some facial hair and-, and some vague facial hair and is white um, yeah pretty much so he is like i'm gonna shoot this dragon and then he does successfully because he shoots because he's got like a missing scale yeah and bilbo notices it and then completely separate no bilbo notices it and then like a bird comes and tells bard the the guy who shot yeah. the dragon, which that's a bird a name. comes and that's talks to him and is like, "Look, there's a soft spot on the dragon." And the guy he's like doesn't even question this. He's like, sure, "Yes, yeah. talking okay, bird, bird, I will shoot well, the, the dragon." About there. This this fantasy world is that birds play a lot bigger of a role than I remember. Like they're just constantly yeah, doing shit. For so many birds. birds. I was like, because mm-hmm. there was the eagles, there were the crows. There were some other birds. Well, we had to say crows and ravens are very different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, ravens are evil or something and crows. No, they're not. They're different. Are they? Well, I mean, like, they're both large black birds, but they are different species. I thought they were the same. I thought that was just different words. No. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, cut that. I'm stupid. No, I'm leaving that in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I live my whole life thinking this lie. Um, but yeah, anyway, lots of birds. So that shit all happens. And then the dwarves and thrushes. Thrushes. Yeah. Uh, I know that one. (laughs) Uh, the crow bird tells all the dwarves and shit that, uh, that Smaug's dead and that a bunch of armies are coming their way. So there, so, okay. So there's the elves. It's all very dumb. There's and convoluted. How many armies? Okay, because it says there's there's five, there's five. But like, what are they? Because like, there's it is the humans, mm-hmm. the elves. But aren't they one army? Well, I think they were counted as two separate ones because it was the humans. Well, that's stupid because uh, yeah. they're working for the same goals. And... Well, here's the thing. I thought it was the humans, the elves, and then Thorin's group of dwarves, and then mm-hmm. Dane's group of dwarves, which is Thorin's mm-hmm. brother or uncle or some relative of some sort. Relative of, yeah. And then the goblins was the last one. Okay, I have several opinions on this because, number one, the elves and the humans should not be counted as separate armies because they are working together yeah. for the same purposes. So that's stupid. Number two, I don't believe we can count 13 dwarves as an army. So I don't know <laughs> they that They had Thorne's the mountain on their side. <laughs> and Bilbo. Like, that doesn't count, though. And Gandalf. So, you know. But Ga- Gandalf's not on their side, though. He's on the elf side. 
Oh, that's right. At this point. That's right. At this point. Because he shows up as a, like, in disguise mm-hmm. and is like, ha ha, it's Sai Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Bilbo's like, oh, I thought you were just another old man that looked exactly like my friend. <laughs> and then he does the exact same trick again when they're talking to Thorin. Yeah. And Thorin's like, gosh, I wish Gandalf was here. And Gandalf's like, your wish is my command. <laughs> Ta-da! It's magic. <laughs> it's Gandalf. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed in you, Thorin. <laughs> yeah, because essentially Thorin's like, well, here's the thing. I don't get why. Maybe I... And maybe I just like spaced out during this part because <laughs> it was just it was it was like two and a half hours mm-hmm. in. Why does Gandalf think the elves and the humans are in the right here? I don't know. I didn't understand this whole stupid plot after Smog died. I didn't under. It was so like. It was fun. I liked it. But it I was into it. Was it was so like but it, feebly it held together. Yeah. So and I think that and and I will say this, I know a lot of book readers out there can be like, oh my god. But I think like this is something that the movie does better than the book is kind of display yeah. Thorin's um descent into madness over the gold. Mm-hmm. Because they only mention it a few times in the book and they're like, Oh, the old master of Lake Town went crazy over the gold that he got and like ran away with it and died. Whatever. It's like they, they mention then, it a couple times. But like I guess And they say like the dwarves go crazy for gold. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but like show don't tell though. Ex- exactly. That was this whole book. That was this whole book and I hate Oh my God. It was like <laughs> It was just like this guy sitting at his keyboard saying, this is my fantasy book and this is how you will understand it. And this is the only way to read it. And there will be no other interpretations because it is my fantasy book. So anyway. <laughs> um, so I guess what happens in the last 20% of the book is Thorin is, goes mad with gold lust and doesn't want to compensate... <laughs> want to compensate the humans that like they kind of royally screwed over for no reason because Mm -hmm. smog went and destroyed their town and killed a bunch of them and destroyed everything and their way of life and they're like we just want a little bit of gold to help us out with that and he's like now it's my gold and so what happens is bilbo takes thorin's most valued piece of treasure the arkenstone sneaks out of the mountain and gives it to the humans and the elves and says, here, use this to barter with the dwarves to get gold. That's but I'm, like, but I'm like, well, first of all, that's like, why didn't you just take, like, something else of equal value? Because they don't also, even Also, use- why didn't... Right, why... Here's here's what it really should have... I mean, like, if this made any sense. Because mm-hmm. Bilbo's whole thing is, like, He just wants peace and he doesn't care about the gold, which like, that's admirable. Mm -hmm. Like that's nice of him, but like he's entitled to 14% of this. Uh, One 14 and or one Sorry. You're right. And (laughs) my bad. But, um, (laughs) and Thorne has already said, like he has already started to give him stuff. He's like, okay, here you can have this armor. This is the first part of your payment. Mm -hmm. So like, why the fuck didn't Bilbo just wait? For his whole 14th and then just fucking give it to the humans. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. Like, why did he have to do this whole thing with the stone? Yeah, yeah. Like, so he says, like... Or why didn't he just tell Thorne? He's like, okay, like, I think you're being a dick, man. Like, you owe me a 14th. I'm giving it to them. Yes. And then maybe Thorne would be like, oh, you're right. I am being a or dick. Or been like, okay, that's a stupid waste of gold, but here you go, everyone. Story over. 
Like Right. Instead of Bilbo, which first off, like, Bilbo didn't know about all of this conflict when he stole the fucking Arkenstone and hid it for, like, two weeks or whatever. Mm, yeah. He just like, found it and was like, this he, is what my friend's yeah. been looking for for a whole year. I'm going to hide it. it in my pocket. Yeah. Right. So, like, Bilbo's kind of a shitty friend. Yes. Yes. Like, th- this is, like, the second huge major piece of treasure he's just, like, stolen and kept for himself. And, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, the ring was is the ring is like well, And he did steal it from Gollum, which is... But he also didn't... And he also didn't know it was Gollum's when he picked it up. True. It was just lying around. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, a ring. Cool. So, like, yes, later Gollum, it was revealed that it was Gollum's, but Gollum also wanted to eat him. That, so, like, yeah. I... I do feel Bilbo was probably in the right at that point. But with this one, I mean, like you could, I, I would entertain debates on that. But with this one, it was like, you're just being a yeah. dick. Why are you Why being a Why did dick? you hide this for no reason? And maybe there was something I mean, like, in the I book guess and... it worked out for you, but. It's his hobbit look. His hobbit look. He's so lucky. And he's never been lucky. Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so irritating how everything worked out so perfectly for him for no reason other than that he's lucky but yeah so he takes this arkenstone and he gives it to the people in a very convoluted plan where he lies to all of his friends and has like he sneaks out and sneaks back in and gandalf's there and is like great job bilbo you're such a good boy yeah and, and everyone's like, like you are so honorable you were like the best person we have ever like, met like no he bilbo. fucking stole that yeah like he could have brought he could have brought a small chest of gold and been like, this is more than enough for you guys to rebuild your town. So he could have just talked to Thorin and been like, dude, you're being a dick instead of going behind his back. I mean, like I get that maybe Thorin wouldn't have listened and the story could have progressed from there, but like he didn't didn't even try. He didn't try. (laughs) (laughs) Like no one knew how unhappy Bilbo was about all these circumstances. Right, Bilbo's just like, everybody's like, oh, cool, look at all this gold. This is so much fun. I'm glad we found all this gold. And Bilbo's just over in the corner like, eh, this is no fun. Everyone's being mean to each other, and I don't like I it. I wish I like, could go back to my hobbit hole and eat my from my larders. <laughs> like, nobody is, you need to use your words, Bilbo. You need to tell them yes. what's bothering you. See, if only there was a woman there to facilitate uh, this conversation. Right, right. <laughs> So then then, um, they pull this little switcheroo and Thorin's like, fine, I'll give you Bilbo's 14th in exchange for the Arkenstone. And then they're like trying to do the exchange, but actually Thorin's like, fuck this. I'm going to attack them once my uncle gets here. (laughs) So then like his uncle's army shows up and is like, fuck you guys. And then... And then there's a bunch of fighting. And then there's some fighting there. And then the fucking goblins or whatever show up. And then everyone fights the goblins. And Thorin dies. And Feely and Keely die. Yeah. It is. Again, in off screen ways. Like, we don't get to see Thorin die or. Yeah, the whole part where um, Bilbo's like, the eagles are coming. The eagles are coming. And then, like, blacks out for, like, all of (laughs) the the most exciting part of it. Yeah. Uh, that was a choice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Again, just like this lazy writing where it's just the, the narrator's like, "Well, let me tell you what happened." Right, right. I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled about that. I thought that was pretty lame. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like this was just the last twenty percent of the book, and everything was kind of rushed at this point, which is why it should have been a completely separate yes. book because we had gotten to the end of the like 
story arc with the last book, which was let's go find the gold and get the gold mm-hmm. and defeat Smaug. Like all this fighting stuff was a completely different storyline. It would been so interesting. Like, I don't know, a whole book full of political intrigue about like, yeah, how will he, who will become it would have the been... king and how will they maintain their kingdom? I mean, it would have been Game of Thrones too. Yeah. It would have been the second Game of Thrones book, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I mean, like literally, because that's also like five armies. The Hobbit right? to like... Clash of Kings. Clash of Five yes, Armies. Exactly. I guess. <laughs> Let's write the fanfic. Let's flesh this out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in some ladies. <laughs> and actually, it turns out that both Feely and Killy were women the whole time. <laughs> but then the only girl characters die. They can't be the oh, girls. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Well, then they lived. See, this is our fanfic. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's just an uh. AU. Hobbit fanfic written by You know what? M&M. You know what? Let's scrap the whole army thing. Let's just yes. do a coffee shop AU. Oh my like... god, yes, yes. And we'll also do a crossover with the Marvel Comic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll all become Avengers. It'll be so good. Uh Bilbo and the Hulk. Like I'd totally ship that. You, oh oh, let me think. Um <laughs> I mean, first off. I feel like there would be size issues there, but that's well, okay. okay but uh, then, like, there's also Bruce, and you know that, like, Bruce and Bilbo would both just want to have like little quiet lives where they s- sit in their hobbit hole and have tea. But then the Hulk comes yeah, out, but and Bilbo I, has to learn to love that too. I see. I think that Bilbo would go better with like, um, I don't know, like Ant Man or something. And now I haven't seen the most recent oh, Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man so. would be interesting. But here's because, like, I feel like he needs someone who would like push him into adventures mm, more. Mm-hmm. But, like, not, like, in a, like, um, Captain America would be, like, we need to save things, Bilbo, sort of thing. That would be very boring. Which, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Bilbo would be yeah. into that. I think he needs to, like, fall into adventures. And I feel like Ant-Man, maybe Doctor Strange, something mm, like Doctor that. Strange no, Doctor be- Strange. Hmm. Well, then you run into the issue of um, they're both that a Benedict Cumberbatch voiced character already exists well, in Bilbo's And I world. was just going to bring up that Evangeline <laughs> Lilly would be both the Wasp and... That's true. That's true, but only if we're going with the movie version of The Hobbit. Like, mm, Well, we could play around so, with it. Okay, all right. Let, it, let write us, us know. Write us and let us know which Avenger you ship Bilbo with. <laughs> and why. I want a full detailed response. Full essay, please. Yes, yes, it has to make sense. Don't just say, like, oh, Bilbo and Nick Fury. Like, what sense does that make? Yeah. None. Although, <laughs> no, Nick Fury would be like hooking up with Gandalf if anyone. Yeah, but it'd be like really low key, and we wouldn't find out till the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. It would be like at the end, and like everything's defeated, and then like you pan, like camera pans left, and like Gandalf and Nick Fury are just like going out. They're just that like corner. making out. Yeah. Just making yeah. out, and like Nick Fury's eye patch is like askew. Yeah, and like Gandalf's staff is setting off sparks. Yeah, yeah, it's a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> the fanfic just writes itself. I don't, I don't really. Know this is the crossover we've all been waiting for. <laughs> oh, jeez. I kind of want to see now. Hold on, I'm gonna go to fanfiction.net and see if there are crossovers. I guarantee you there are. <laughs> I, feel, I love how a lot of our Rewind episodes are devolving into us going to, well, a lot of them, two of them. 
control F Hobbit. Scarlet Witch and the Thirteen Dwarfs. Wanda Maximoff unexpectedly finds herself joining the quest of Erebor. Now that's something we didn't think of. What? Scarlet Witch and Gandalf, though. Uh, I'm or not Scarlet a fan. Witch and Thorin. I don't know. I actually really, really like Scarlet Witch and um, what's his name? What's his face? Yeah, in the most Former recent Avengers. Jarvis. What's his name? Vision, the Vision. Vision, yeah. yeah. I know some people are not into that because it's like, oh, it's just like they're. Not, n- I like really think they're cute, so mm-hmm. like they're kind of they're kind of my go to ship for Scarlet are Witch. Are they your so. MCU OTP? Uh, I don't know if I really have a OTP for the MCU. Mm. I have to think about this. I also like I also like Black Widow and and Hulk though. Or oh, Bruce Banner. I just went to. AO3 to look and see what they've uh-huh. got going on because you know that's where you go for the really weird fucking yes. shit. And I searched for The Hobbit and looked limited to only crossovers. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Hobbit, Doctor Who, <laughs> yes. Doctor Strange, Sherlock, Harry Potter, Star Trek, Lucifer, Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> so so like really. really just throwing it all <laughs> in there. Just all Benedict um, Cumberbatch all the time. And there's about 1,800 tags on it. Love and it, then, love it. The next one is with some uh, TV show that's in Spanish, and I don't know what it is. Sorry. And then the next one is Avengers Hobbit. And it looks like, who are we shipping in here? Let's find out. (laughs) There's a lot on fanfiction.net. It seems to be Loki and the Elven King. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it looks like this one's some Loki Thranduil. Thranduil? Thranduil. I like Thranduil. <laughs> Thranduil it is. Um, yeah, so Loki Thranduil stuff. And uh, we've got Bilbo Thorin, which that's not a oh, that's the choice. one. I mean, I could see it, I guess. I guess. What the fuck? This one is... I don't know where this is going, but the Avengers, Once Upon a Time, Supernatural, I Zombie, Scream, and what? The Hobbit, and Andrew Lloyd Webber's cast. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Shut up. What are you, how, there are no characters in that show. What are you doing? What do you mean, cats? <laughs> Man. The only person I know from Cats is Mr. Mistopheles, since I'm trying to make a joke, but it's not coming. It can't. Did you see, though, that they're making a Cats movie? Yeah, Taylor Taylor Swift Swift and a bunch of other big names, and I'm so confused. It's going to be a wild ride. I am on board for it. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be terrible, but, like, I'm there for it. Oh, for sure. All of these live musicals being broadcast on TV. Well, is it is I like it a the direction we're going broadcast in, but... one or is it like an actual movie oh. one? I thought it was an actual movie. I assumed it was. Oh, I thought I it assumed was... it was like the Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, I thought thing. it was like an actual movie movie. Hold on, let me look it up. Oh my god, if it's a movie movie, that's hilarious to me. We got it. Pause. Hold on. Cats movie Tay Tay. <laughs> that's what I'm Googling. Um, surprisingly, that did not have the correct results. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, and James Corden. Oh, yeah, that, that was it. It was like these huge names. Oh, my God. It's doesn't it, Jennifer Hudson? Ian McKellen's already in it, so this is basically built to be a Hobbit crossover. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> that AO3 writer was just, like, so far They knew. They knew. 
But don't James Corden and Jennifer Hudson have anything better to do than star in Cats? I mean, I think James Corden... He doesn't need James to add to his Broadway credits. He doesn't need it, but I just feel like he is kind of down for whatever dumb shit anyone wants him to do. Yeah, like, I don't really think he likeable. has a filter when it comes to choosing his yeah. musicals, like, you know? I could see him being the type of guy who's just like, I just don't want to let anyone down, you know? Yeah, yeah. He had me in mind for this role, and I just really don't want to Like, someone him. asked him, and he was like, well, I don't want to disappoint. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I tape my, I tape my. Actually, you know what? It makes sense that someone tried to mix up cats and, um, Hobbit because cats is based on like, the T. S. Eliot poems, and I think mm. Eliot and Tolkien were like buds, friends of some sort. Like I know, Tolkien and Lewis were, and I know mm-hmm. Lewis and Eliot were. So I feel like, they were all friends. And Probably they knew. They knew. They knew someday in the future there would be this thing called fan fiction. T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot's poems would be adapted. There's a lot that they had to foresee there. (laughs) It was a lot, but they knew. Yeah, I can't tell if it... Hold on, let me see. It just says that it's an upcoming movie version. Okay, so So I don't think it's a live... I don't think it's one of the NBC sort of uh, live musicals. I think it is... Wow going to be in theaters wow which that's a choice do i want to pay to go see it Mm. yes yes Mm. here's the thing i want to know i want to know if they are going to do like cgi cats or if they are going to be dressed as cats because if they are not dressed as cats what is even the point what if it's like yeah what if it's like an animated film of cats no i'm not here for that i want them to be dressed i want to see them with whiskers Yes, please. <laughs> please put whiskers and cat ears on Ian McKellen, please. Please. That's all I want in life. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what a good episode. <laughs> How did we get here? Fan fiction. Fan oh, fiction. I love it. I love it. Fan fiction is so good, though. Like, oh, I love fan fiction. <laughs> so, um... I've talked about I several things that I liked in this, like yeah. most of the book. But did you have any uh, silver lining? Thing? Um, I, I mean, like you said, it it has influenced so much coming, um, after it that it's kind of hard to just dismiss this book as like mm-hmm. a really crappy book. Um, so I guess there is that. And I mean, it's definitely stood the test of time and people are still enjoying mm. it and wanting to create their own visions of it. However, willingly or not, Peter Jackson was to do that. I don't know, but right. I mean, and people still enjoy it. It's just, it's just not my cup of tea. So I guess I can appreciate it from that standpoint. Like it did a lot for the genre. Um, a lot of work did go into it. Um, and it inspires other people, just not me. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> well, all right. I'll take it. Um, who did you relate to the most? I had a couple of... for this one. Oh, really? Because I felt like most of the characters were barely characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. It, it was kind of one of those books where it was like any name could have been put into any, attached mm-hmm. to any line of dialogue or any action. You yeah. would have been like, yeah, yeah I believe that. Um. 
I did, though. I really appreciated Bilbo's desire to just, like, go home and eat a lot of food. That's mm-hmm. how I feel when I've been gone for a long period of time, like a couple hours from my house. I was like, I want to go home and just eat a lot of food now. Sure. <laughs> um, and I also really dug the uh, the cook in 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 the Elven Kingdom in the the what is it, Mirkwood? Yeah, uh, yeah. He just like he opened up a cask of his bosses of the king's of the king's wine. And he drank and got really drunk off his ass and fell asleep. And I was like, I'm there for that too. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciated those two characters in those two moments. How about you? Oh, I already said the narrator. Oh yeah, the narrator. Mm. <laughs> because so uh, I <laughs> want to tell you a really long story and not let you talk at all. <laughs> and, uh, my story tends to have my stories tend to have a lot of uh, asides that yes. don't really need to be there and don't make sense. And just don't worry about it. It just it just is the way it is because. <laughs> That's another story. Uh, <laughs> that's that's when you say a lot. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Uh, yep, yep. So that that was my pick whole mm-hmm. way through. <laughs> All right. So what would you rather be reading then? Um, I feel like I want you to go first because mm. there is a slight possibility that my rather be reading might be your rather be reading. Oh, well, I don't like, know. I slight. maybe not. I well, I was thinking of like. I was like, oh, I should maybe try and find another classical fantasy book that I like. And then I was like, I can't think of any. So I was like, well, what else did this book have? Oh, dragons. So I chose for my rather be reading. (laughs) I chose for my rather be reading this fortnight. um, The Dealing with Dragons series by Patricia C. Love it. I know. Love it. First of all, strong female (laughs) character as the main character. Uh, secondly, subverts a lot of fantasy tropes, and it also, third, like Lord of the Rings or like uh, The Hobbit, draws super heavily from oral tradition. Yes, because it's like mm-hmm. all about fairy tales and stuff. Yes, yes, and also is very funny. Um, is middle grade? Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit younger than middle grade. Yeah, I think middle grade. Yeah, I know. Around middle grade was when I was reading them, mm. and I lent one of them to my friend who shall remain nameless. Um. But she borrowed it and then never oh gave it back and lost God. it. And then um, for a birthday present the next year, she gave me a gift card to Half Price Books and said, here, now you can go buy that book oh that gosh. I lost. And they didn't even yeah. have it at Half Price Books. Oh, yeah. it was, I'm still so mad about it. Well, I still have my four original copies from when I was in Yeah, I only school, have three. So uh, salty, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna go reread that though. I haven't read it. In I know. Forever. Yeah, let's let's read it at the same time and discuss how much. Yes, I love it. yes, it's so good. So, dealing with dragons is the Enchanted Forest Chronicles by Patricia C. C. Reed. Is it Reed or Reedy? Reed. Reed. Okay. Um, and they're a quartet of books about the princess Cimmerin who is um, not like other princesses. Of course, she's she's like a tomboy, and she doesn't want to do all the regular princess things. And so um, she, instead of being kidnapped by a dragon, like many princesses are, and then saved by their Prince Charming, she decides to go and run away to live with a dragon. Um, and whenever a prince comes to try and rescue her, she turns them away because she really enjoys living with this dragon who... The name of the dragon is escaping me at the moment, but is also a very wonderful character. Yes. And I also, I like how um, 
like you mentioned, like she's like, oh, and she's not like other girls sort of mm-hmm. thing, which can be a very annoying trope, mm-hmm. I think. But there are other girly characters in the books who are like well-rounded represented characters because yes. I know there's like other princesses who are more traditional princesses and do want to be rescued by a guy and they're not like hardcore judged for that yeah so it's very and I think Simarin too is she's very um respectful of that and and once mm-hmm. once what's best for everyone in every yeah. situation that they're in so yeah like I'm saying it's, it's not one of those preachy like don't be that type of girl. And I'm the type of girl that doesn't get along with girls sort of girl. She's just. Right. All my friends are yeah. boys. Uh. <laughs> She's just like a cool, cool kid. Who'd yeah. rather live with a dragon than fulfill her duties as a princess, which. Which, you know. Yes. Same. And I mean, well, minor spoiler. She does end up finding a prince, but. Yeah, but you know. Their it's... relationship is so much like they're on equal footing that yeah. it's it's wonderful and it's amazing that this is middle grade because oh, it's just really good it's so there's good. a lot of good all stuff four going books. on love them yes. all so that's my rather be reading is that whole series Excellent because dragons one. yeah <laughs> um mine i was well first off this is one that i like literally i have it sitting on my coffee table right now because i just ordered it after seeing it at your apartment Mm. when I visited last week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um I think it goes well with this because uh one of the kind of legacies of this type of fantasy which you know like Hobbit Lord of the Rings was a huge influence on high fantasy sort of genre um was I'm gonna say Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) yes and I, I obviously like you know there's some debate over how much Dungeons and Dragons was directly inspired by Lord of the Rings, which I think like Gygax I think mm-hmm. said like oh it really wasn't, but like it is obviously working within that genre. Yes. Um, and so the book that I would rather be reading right now is The Adventure Zone. Here there be Gerblins. <gasps> yes, oh my god! Which I just ordered oh, because I saw Anna so got it. Which is good. Um, it's so good. If you don't know, by the McElroy brothers yes. and their father and Carrie... Carrie Peach. Carrie Peach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Carrie Peach, uh, who are podcasters and... Um, uh, they do uh, here's the thing I do not listen to their podcast oh my because it's my brother let, my brother and me, me is the first one yes. and then there's like a bunch that stem from that so. yes I have never listened to any of their stuff please do because okay give me a second to explain <laughs> no <more>. it's inexcusable <laughs> as listeners may or may not know I am a single person who occasionally dates men not always but sometimes and I have some online dating profiles out there and on these online dating profiles, I mentioned that I like podcasts and every straight boy <laughs> on the planet tells me when they message me, you should listen to my brother, my brother uh. and me. And so as a response to that, because a very specific subset of nerd boys mm-hmm. recommend my brother, my brother and me to me all the time, I've like vehemently tried to avoid them Mm. so i don't actually listen to the podcast but when i was up visit okay when i was up visiting you (laughs) wait i want i introduced you to the show the tv show when i yes when i was up visiting anna she had us we were watching the their tv show and it was quite funny so now i'm like oh maybe i'll listen to it and i thought i would you know get their book that just came out Mm -hmm. it is a graphic novel and it looks very cute and it is um it's so inclusive it's very good 
Yeah, so that's my rather be reading for this fortnight. Excellent choice. It's very good. It is. It's based off of their. <laughs> it's based off of their um, actual play D and D podcast, The Adventure Zone. Yes, I should have. I should have mentioned. I don't it, know if I you. I mean, I think those words were talk all there. too long. I think all those words were there, just not in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that pretty much wraps it up for this fortnight. Yes. Um, we have a little bit of. A change, I guess, in the schedule. So next fortnight, Anna will actually not be with us, very Bye. sadly. She's taking a little break. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, we will have a guest host, uh, Morgan Malin, Yay, who Morgan. is a friend of the podcast, and she's going to be on. And let me pull up our, uh, real quick. 21. Thing. <laughs> Because that's the number that comes after 20. No, 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 no. I'm pulling up. Uh, shut the fuck up. Another joke our listeners won't get because it was Oh, no, it was in the stinger of that one episode. I think it was at the yeah, end. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Well, actually, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to tell you our challenge. And if you're like, because. Mm, okay, here's yeah. the thing. The next book I want to challenge you to is over 400 pages. Okay. Which I know is against our rules. That's okay. But I really want to do if, this one. If okay, we've got the, this, like, if there's a break, then because she said she would do that one if you didn't want to do it. Oh, like, well, let me hear what it is first. Then <laughs> no, no, no. As long as you're okay no! with the length, we're doing it. <laughs> How many pages right. over four hundred is it? Four hundred seventy-seven. Okay. Well, I'll have I'll have a lot of time. And I think it should be a pretty quick read, but we'll okay. see. Um, okay, so. Next fortnight's going to be Morgan, and um, we're going to be reading She Chose, a book that she's read in the past and did not enjoy. So it's going to be The Vanishing Season by Jodi Lynn Anderson. Oh, I've never which heard of that. I haven't heard of either, um, although I have heard of Jodi Lynn Anderson. I've read stuff by her, I think. Hmm, let's look this up. It's, oh, um, you're going to love it. It's a ghost story. Oh, great. So it's um, here's the Goodreads synopsis. Girls started vanishing in the fall, and now winter's come to lay a white sheet over the horror. Door County, it seems, is swallowing the young right into its very dirt. From beneath the house on Water Street, I've watched the danger swell. The residents know me as the noises in the house at night, the creaking on the stairs. I'm the reflection behind them in the glass, the feeling of fear in the cellar. I'm tied, it seems, to this house, this street, this town. I'm tied to Maggie and Pauline, though I don't know why. I think it's because death is coming for one of them, or both. All I know is that the present and the past are piling up, and I am here to dig. I am looking for the things that are buried. I'm already so, sick of the narrator. That's a thing. And so <laughs> that's what we'll be reading without Anna next fortnight. So come on by for that. Um, but while we're here, I want to go ahead and give Anna a challenge for our 22nd episode. So it is my turn, right? It is my turn. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I did Legally Blonde. So Legally Blonde, right. Okay. So this is our 20th episode. Huzzah. I feel like this is a big moment for us. Um, Because of that, I wanted to do a book that we talked about doing when we first started the podcast. And at the time, we chose not to do it because it had just come out and was $16 on Kindle. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. But no. it has dropped to $4.99. Oh, my so next Because it must be really good. We will be reading Handbook for Mortals no! by Lady Sarah. No! <laughs> no! I take it back then. I want Morgan to do that one. No! 
news uh, ever. I'm not going back. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know um, all of the drama with this book, it's crazy. And we'll get into it when the podcast actually comes out. But essentially, there's a lot of, there's a lot of drama behind this book. And there's been a lot of... Um, First, there was a lot of positive press, and then there was a lot of negative press. And This um, is going to be as bad as Antigua, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's going to be a journey, and I'm so excited to read it. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be – we'll be reading Vanishing Season by Jody Lynn Anderson in two weeks, and then two weeks after that, we will be doing The Handbook for Mortals by Lainey Sarum. So, very excited. Very excited. I can't believe there are actually verified purchases of this book on Amazon that have rated it five stars. Oh, this one's really believable. This is from um, Amazon user Kindle customer. <laughs> Can I please marry Jackson? Oh, great. Oh, yeah, I read that one, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, we'll get into it when uh, when we're back to do that episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it for this fortnight. Bye now with one click. <laughs> If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we are on Twitter at HateReadCast. Uh, and you can also email us, g- uh, HateReadCast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, so, you know, email us and let us know who you ship Bilbo with of the Avengers. Um, <laughs> Please. I'm like, I, I'm really putting a lot of thought into this now. And if we don't have a conversation <laughs> about it, I might just write the fanfic and no one wants that. I don't have time for that. But if you review it, I will write it faster. So, you know, <laughs> reviews and follows, favorite. Follow us uh, on whatever platform you're listening to this mm-hmm. on. We're on all of them. Thing. We're on every platform, you guys, except for Spotify, because whatever. they're like for real podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> We're real, just not yeah. real popular yet. Thanks, as always, to Ben Cope oh, yes. for our theme song. You guys can check out his YouTube in the show notes below. In the words of J.R.R. Tolkien, Well, well, said a voice. Just look, Bilbo the Hobbit on a pony, my dear. Isn't it delicious? (laughs) (laughs) What is the context for that quote, even? That's got to be the end, right? No, it's at the beginning. Oh, what? (laughs) I think the dwarves say it to him. Why? Why? Yep. It doesn't say which one. It's just that one. It's just a voice. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. They're all the same. Isn't it delicious? Oh, let me ask you. So I'm, this is another quote I highlighted because it had the word thongs uh-huh. in it. Then the elves put thongs on him and shut him in one of the inmost caves with strong wooden doors and left him. Is thongs another word for like handcuffs? It's Shackles. another word for, like, a leather tie. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, well, is it flip-flops they gave him? What is going yep. on here? <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's going to be the outro. Great. <laughs> <laughs>